Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash relationships. If you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all really helps out this channel. And I can never express that enough. It truly does. By you clicking that like button, getting involved, watching as much as you can, it makes a huge difference. Anyway, let's crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story does follow with an update, so hang around for that. And it's from One Finger First, who's titled, My Best Friend is in Love with My Boyfriend. I don't know how to use Reddit. My boyfriend taught me, so everything I know is from him, and he recommended I get into the community. So, here I am. I, male 22, live with my boyfriend, male 22, and I'm friends with this guy, also male 22. I've been friends with him for around three years, when I started college. I met him and we clicked instantly. I introduced him to my boyfriend, who wasn't my boyfriend at the time, but was a close friend of mine from high school. Friend, let's call him Harry, not his name, but yeah. So Harry had this boyfriend since I met him, but they broke up a while ago, like in December or January, I think. I'm not really sure. Harry has always been the flirty type. That's his personality. He doesn't flirt with me, but he's flirted with my boyfriend before, and I have told him to stop a handful of times. It all came to a head a few days slash a week or two ago. My boyfriend told me that Harry had come over and admitted his love for him. I was shocked, but deep down, not surprised. I've seen the way he looks at him and I've gotten jealous before. I'm just not one to talk about that kind of stuff. Also, I trust my boyfriend and plan on being with him for the future and stuff. Boyfriend rejected him really quickly, by the way. Hi, if you're reading this. I call my friend and get really upset and it turns into a yelling match where he's telling me he can't control his feelings. I feel kind of bad for him. A few days later and here I am now. I feel like shit. I don't have many friends because I'm extremely introverted and I've already been dealing with depression and stuff and I've just recently started seeing a therapist by my boyfriend's recommendations. He sees one. I miss Harry. He was my best friend and I hate not having any close friends other than my boyfriend since I don't want to lay everything on him. I'm asking what to do in this situation. Should I reach out to Harry and try to reconcile or at least meet up with him to have a talk with the three of us together? I feel like we could reach a mutual understanding. My boyfriend is iffy about it but wants to do what I want but I'm not sure what I want. And before we go to the update, we'll cover some comments and stuff. But my first thoughts is that last paragraph is pretty telling when it says my boyfriend is iffy about it, but he wants me to do what I want. And in some ways, I think it'd be kind of disrespectful to your boyfriend to bring this guy back into the picture, especially when your boyfriend already feels uncomfortable about it. And I don't think I would certainly go chasing this guy down. I mean, he's the one who's disrespected you and your boyfriend in this situation by doing this, by putting you in this position. Harry was totally willing to risk your friendships. Say the situation was different and, you know, for some reason they did get together, whatever, you know, hypothetically. 
you know, he was totally willing to cut you out because there's no way you would want to be around that, is there? So if I was in that situation, there's no way I could approach someone like that or probably even look at them the same way again. Instead of coming to you and telling them about your feelings and how you're feeling about stuff, they went straight to them and admitted their love for them behind your back. But Southern Girl Up North says, I honestly think that your friend is the one who should be reaching out to you because he is the one in the wrong. You shouldn't feel guilty or like you're the one to blame. I honestly can't be friends with someone who flirts with my boyfriend and say they have feelings for them. But if you think you can, then by all means reach out to him. But don't feel like you should be the one apologizing. OP replied to this saying, I don't know why I feel guilty. Maybe because I saw the blatant flirting and didn't do much to stop it. The times I tried, he told me that it was just his personality. To be fair, I've seen him flirt with others, but in retrospect, it's mainly people who fit my boyfriend's type. In short, more bottomy guys. <laughs> so, I guess in hindsight, I should have realized his excuses were false and he just had an attraction to my boyfriend. Ruza says, I wouldn't reach out. Harry can think about what he did and if he's a good friend, he would apologize for breaching his best friend's intimate relationship up to you if you decide to be friends again. I personally wouldn't. Sure he has feelings, he could have talked to you about them since you're all so close. Not flirt and admit to your love interest, your boyfriend, hoping for a slim reciprocation. He can control his actions, people do it all the time. I would stay away, my best friend would not have done that. Don't hold on to people just because you've known them for a while or are in short supply. And before we move on to the update, we'll have one more from Dark Sword who says, if you're in love with your best friend's partner, you don't tell the partner. You don't put that on them or your friend. Yeah, you can't help your feelings, but it's also your responsibility to manage your feelings and how to act on them. Harry is the one who owes you an apology. He threw a grenade into your relationship. As for advice, I think at this point it's time to make some new friends. And believe me, I know that's really hard to do as an adult, pandemic or not. But just like how you don't want to put everything on your boyfriend, you should never put all of your friendship on one specific person. Maybe start spending some time in some online groups focused around a hobby of yours. Or depending on your area, hit up some safe, socially distanced meetups. Now we'll move on to the update to see what that says. So updates. I know the original post didn't get much publicity, but I wanted to do an update in case of y'all were curious. Thank you for the support and I took a lot of your guys' advice and I'm very grateful. So my male 22 and my boyfriend male 22 did get a call from Harry, male 22, apologizing to us. He specifically called me but requested my boyfriend, whose side note is now my fiance so I'm very happy man, anyways, also be at the phone with me. So Harry went on this speech about how he knows he was in the wrong and he wants to repair a friendship with both of us. This was about two days after I made the original post and suddenly he claimed he no longer had feelings for my fiance. Yeah, right. Of course, neither of us believed him and honestly, his apology was kind of shit. I realized through the comments that he wasn't a true friend and through more self-evaluation that for a while he was using me to get close to my fiance. That realization hurt a lot and it definitely set back my development of getting over my social anxiety. I told Harry I didn't want to repair our friendship, that I had realized he was using me and that he definitely wasn't over my fiance just after two days, when he claimed to be in love with him for over a year. I told him how he blatantly tried to take away the love of my life and how much that deeply hurt me. Harry didn't take this well and exploded. He started cussing me out, saying how he could honestly care less about my feelings, how I was never a good friend, how I have a tendency to push people away. 
Again, that's why it hurts so much losing him and feeling betrayed because I already have a difficult time keeping friends in the first place because it's hard not to push people away. He told me he only stayed my friend for the past few months to try to get in my fiance's pants. Accused my fiance of seducing him. Honestly hilarious because my fiance has a hard time flirting with me because he gets so shy. Adorable though. <laughs> he also claimed that I cheated on my fiance with his ex-boyfriend. Definitely not true. At that point, he was just trying to convince my fiance to break up with me again over the phone. I hung up and blocked him after giving him a few harsh words. So it's been a few days since then. My fiance and I joined a book club as one of the commenters suggested since he and I both take interest in books. And things are looking up. He introduced me to some people he knew that I shared a major with and it's nice to have people that like what I like. And I'm starting to put myself out there more with the help of my fiance. And I proposed clearly. The whole thing kind of made me realize how much I loved him and I was already planning on proposing anyways. We had gone to a place that was special to us when we were teenagers and we hadn't been in about four years. So I proposed there and he said yes and now I'm very happy and could honestly care less about Harry. Thank you to everyone who commented. Much love. Much love back to you, my friend, as well. And when he his mask slips away, it kind of reminded me of a, a Scooby-Doo moment as well, like the way he suddenly bursts out, and I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky kids. And I think this is a positive update in some ways. You know, you, you found this guy, what he's all about and what he was really after. And now you can get him out of your life and move on. And from what it sounds like, the last couple of paragraphs there, you are moving on. And that's all positive. Congratulations on your engagement. I look forward to the wedding invite. But let's move on to the next story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And our next story comes from Owo Eskimo, titled I-30 Female Caught My Husband 31 Male in an Affair and I Don't Know How to Move On. And again, this one's going to come with an update. I've suspected things have been going on for a while, but kept brushing it off. I thought he would never do that to me. Since around April, he's been refusing my attempts to have sex most of the time. Sitting differently on the couch to where he's facing away from me. Little things. It's with one of our good friends. She came to my house a few weeks ago. She texts me. She's pretended to be there for me. I found out because I rolled over and they were having a Snapchat conversation. She said she wished she could be there to hold him and he summarized that I tried to seduce him last night and mocked it. I confronted him and he admitted it. He said that it was because quarantine was stressful. He does not want to work things out. He thinks of me only as a friend in his heart. When I told her husband, he confronted her and apparently they actually kissed back in February. I think at that moment I was never going to be enough for him. We used to be so, so, so happy. The week before they kissed, we celebrated Valentine's Day together. He bought us a nice bottle of wine for our anniversary. We had fun. 
We were perfect. I don't know where to go from here. We've been married only about a year. I feel like he took so much from me and doesn't even want to go to therapy or work this out. I don't want to leave my house, but everywhere in it, I see him. He chose her. I've been cheated in every relationship I've ever been in. He was supposed to be my forever. I don't know what to do. I've made therapy appointments, but I was just laid off last month, so I have too much free time to analyze every single moment where he might have been lying to me or where I made myself pathetic trying to cling to him. How do I start to get through this? And I won't touch on the legal stuff because I'm sure that's going to be covered in a couple of the comments when we go below. But when he turns around and he just sort of says, I see you as like a good friend kind of thing. And no, you don't treat good friends like that either. So no, he's not a good friend. He's just to treat you like this for X amount of time. That's not a good friend. And I know. And the mocking you to his infidelity partner as well. It's just it's just scum, isn't it, really? But let's check out some of the comments to see what they say before we go to the update. Let's hope for a positive one here. With Finfinite, who says, lawyer first, get the divorce filed and get their advice on if it's okay for you to leave the house while things are processing. As for the other, you need to fill your time. Devote yourself to hobbies, including picking up new ones, rely on friends, long video calls, watching movies together, etc. Fill as much of your time as you can until things start to process. I'm sorry he gave up on you without even trying, hun. You deserve far better than that. It's a shame people are so good at hiding how little respect they have for other folk. But please hold on to the fact that none of this was your fault. There is absolutely zero reason for a partner to cheat, ever. And there is absolutely no justification that can put even a shred of the blame on you. Obedicta says, you can't go to therapy and work this out. It only gets worked out if both people want to put the effort in. And your husband has made it very clear he's not interested in trying to make the relationship work. He's directly told you that. You need to find a lawyer and file for divorce. And before we move to the update, we're finished with Leo Gurley who says, have a mantra to help you when things get overwhelming. I'm going to be okay. This sucks, but I'm going to be okay. I'm a loyal, trustworthy, hardworking woman. I deserve the same in return. I am beautiful. I am confident. I am worthy. Even if you don't feel they are true in this moment, it will help to say them aloud until they hold truth to you. I'm sorry you're going through this. You can't trust this man anymore and he is not willing to compromise with you. You deserve better. So updates. First of all, I just want to thank everyone here for the support I received following my, my first post back in August. At the time, it truly felt like my world was ending. It was important to me to make this update because I need to tell anyone who's currently going through the same thing, it gets better. You will get so much better. I had one conversation with my husband since everything happened, by his choice. It lasted maybe five minutes and was like talking to a robot. I know from others that he cries to people about how he ruined his life, but I have never once gotten an apology or the same show of regret. At this point, I don't care. I know him and the other woman are still seeing each other and frankly, they deserve each other. Good for them. While I still feel angry occasionally, I no longer mourn what I once had. Instead, I'm so excited for the life I now get to live. I moved to a small walkable city and gave myself my dream apartment. It makes me so happy to see how I've decorated it and just to live in a cozy place instead of our old dreary house. I was the breadwinner in our marriage and he would make me feel awful about wanting to pay for nice meals or do fun things. Since moving here, I've done a ton of foodie fun stuff and don't feel guilty. It's so refreshing. I've dipped my toe into the dating pool again and I've had plenty of mediocre dates from dating apps. Recently, I found someone who I've really clicked with and I'm enjoying how appreciated and desired he's made me feel. 
It's definitely early and we're moving slow, but overall, dating has made me realize that I'm a catch who doesn't have to settle. Therapy has done wonders and I'm so happy I immediately dove into it. My therapist is proud of me. I'm proud of me. I've stopped looking at being divorced as a failure. He failed, not me. I'm genuinely happy and excited to wake up each morning and no longer feel like this terrible weight is sitting on my chest. The holidays were surprisingly easy and I found myself so happy to spend time with my family without having to compromise anything. So, all in all, life is good and there's so much of it ahead. Looking back, I can't believe I wasted so much time thinking about how I could get him to come home. I've made my own home and my own happiness and that is worth so, so much more. And that is the kind of update I absolutely love to see. Someone back in back in the seat, living their best life, got their dream apartment and just back into dating, found someone that really cares about them. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> we're hoping for an update on that one too. Getting the therapy they, they want and maybe need and again, just living their best life. What do you guys think about that one? I've got a grin on my face. That's ear to ear at the moment. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on. To the next one and we're going to finish with this story from cth throwaway who says i 29 male need to establish some new boundaries after my mum, 57 female was aggressive towards my wife 28 female would it be appropriate to talk to my dad 57 male about it first my wife is pregnant and my mother offered to throw her a baby shower this has now turned into a dramatic nightmare My relationship with my mom is already strained because she has never been a kind person and she has some narcissistic tendencies. This week, she told my wife what she planned on doing for the big food item at the shower. My wife said it sounded good, then said if my mom still needed the sides and treats. My wife found a mom's craving table idea and sent four snack-like items she has been craving. My mom then snapped at her and said, did I ask for your input? Why don't you just show up and be happy? We were very taken back and I have no idea where it came from. It is kind of the last straw and I want to set some new boundaries. My mother needs to know that she doesn't get to see her grandchild unless we say she can. And for her to be invited, she cannot act like that. Would it be appropriate to talk to my dad about this first? My thought is that I want to explain that he didn't do anything wrong and I'm sorry if this affects how much he gets to see his grandchild. My parents are still married. Now I'm coming into this one and automatically when you were sort of saying about, you know, she's never been a kind person and she has some narcissistic tendencies, I would just throw the baby shower yourself and not invite her. And I know that's easier said than done when you've had this relationship with this person all your life. But like you said, now is the time when you've got to set those boundaries and uninviting her or not letting her come to a baby shower and throwing it yourself is a boundary in itself because she can't treat your wife like that. She can't treat you like that. And she needs to understand that now. I mean, it may already be too late or just approach your mom and tell her that that's not acceptable. And if you carry on doing that, we're not going to, we just won't be coming around your house no more. As simple as that. Because like we see in many other stories like this, if you was to just like play it down and and not do anything about it now, you would be enabling it. You're letting her know, that's okay to treat you like that. That's okay to treat your wife like that. And you and your wife both deserve those boundaries to be set up. You don't deserve to be spoken to like that. No one does. But quite a quite says no. You go directly to your mum and you do it without your wife present. You can speak to your parents together, but you tell them the boundaries and why. And you also, with the wife's permission here, tell her that the shower she is throwing is canceled or you just won't be there. 
I'm surprised you haven't said anything to your mum in that moment or yet about the way she spoke to your wife. OP replied to this one saying, yeah, in hindsight, I should have said something right there and then for the sake of immediate feedback. But there were other people around and it came out of nowhere, so I froze and didn't know what to do. We thought about canceling the shower, but unfortunately, we have sent out invitation to several friends and family. Reddit Avenger says, I would not ask my dad. I would tell him the new boundaries and why. I would also cancel any baby shower hosted by my mum. Opie replies again saying, gotcha, sounds good. This is more what I was thinking. Let him know what's happening and let him know it's not his fault. We thought about canceling, but that may be tough because invitations have been sent out to a lot of friends and family. Shinashi says and quotes, my mum then snapped at her and said, did I ask for your input? Why don't you show up and be happy? Ben says, if my mother-in-law said that to me, I would not show up at all. Stand up for your wife on your own. If you have your dad try and run interference and reel his wife in, she probably won't take him seriously and will continue to treat your wife like shit. Now, how would you deal with the mother in this story? Would you still turn up to that baby shower? Would you set your boundaries? And it can be incredibly difficult sometimes as well. When you've had this family dynamic going on for X amount of time, it can be incredibly difficult to change that. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today, for spending 20 minutes of your precious time with me. Listen to a couple of stories. Let me know your thoughts on relationship stories. Do you enjoy them? If you do, please consider hitting that like button as well as it really helps out the channel. Thanks for the love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.